The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Follow the podcast Spark on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind the scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the podcast part. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at the Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta, and they're also my insurance company. Uh, it was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that I finally realized why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize as the consumer we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now, you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates? Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal. You can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You want to visit them online, i got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. roads-group.com slash churnoff. You can also see the link up at Real Matlanta on Twitter. They're my insurance company. They're going to do this at no cost to you, and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Roads Group is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Rhodes Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you. Go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory-certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite uh, Atlanta and Georgia guests, uh, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. All right, so, uh, Kelly, let's play the getting to know Kelly Curl portion of this. I need to go back oh in time now. What was okay. the first, pa- yeah, the first paying job for Kelly Curl in the media industry was? 
Oh, goodness. The first thing that in the media would be at WLFI in West Lafayette, Indiana. I think that was market 304 or something <laughs> around the <laughs> so, so it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a great starting spot though. Because for anybody who uh, recognizes the name West Lafayette, that's where Purdue University is. So having a Division One school there, and at the time Purdue football was a pretty big deal, and so it was a great, great little market to start out in when you want to want to get your feet wet in sports. So then let me like rewind one more time. <laughs> okay. High school or college, Kelly Kroll? Is this what you envisioned? Like I want to do sports, I want to do media, or was it still to be determined? So I was absolutely going to be a professional tennis player, Matt. Like there was hands down, never going to be any other option until it didn't happen. And <laughs> that meant going to college to play tennis. And the the school that made the most sense for me at the time or that, you know, recruited me that I really enjoyed the visit was uh, Mizzou. And Mizzou, when I got there, I was like, well, don't really know what I want to do. What is the best um, option that you guys have as far as like what are you known for you know what's a great major here and they told me journalism it was one of the best journalism schools in the nation I said all right let's do it and from there the path was set to become <laughs> to become a sportscaster but I will say that sports was always a huge huge part of my life growing up I um, played everything my dad was a tremendous athlete and my parents made sure that I got to try literally every sport and figure out which ones were going to stick and which ones weren't. In Indiana, as you guys know down here, very similar to football, you have to play basketball in Indiana. So there was a lot of lot of hoops, a lot of Saturdays spent in the gym, um, as well as then ending up traveling with tennis, and that, that ended up being my strongest one. So that that's kind of the quick synopsis. <laughs> so I've had people ask me, what did your parents think when you said you were going to go into this? And I don't think oh. they said anything. They were like, yeah, go for it. What were your parents when you said this is the path? Because they probably didn't have an idea that it would be little market, little market, hopefully get the big break. Like, what did they tell you? Yeah, they had no idea. I don't know. I don't know that anybody does unless their family does it, right? Like, kind of what what is involved with the climb and the journey and the, and, and all of that and and the schedule and the hours and and. And so I think when my dad heard it, he thought it was really cool. He's like, oh, cool, you'll be talking to sports. No clue, though. He's like, oh, cool, so you'll come back and you'll talk to, like, Reggie Miller with Pacers. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah no, that's not really how this works. <laughs> um, and then my mom was like, um, well, do you think maybe you would ever want to do news or weather? Because I feel like I get to see the news and weather women a lot more than I get to see the sports guys. And truth be told, I don't really stay up that late, Kelly, to catch them at the end. So do you think you could do news so that I'd see you more often? And again, I was like, y'all don't get this, do you? How selfish of your mother, though, just thinking about her own sleep before her daughter's dream that she wanted to see you at 1110, not 1128 classic and i was like bless her bless her heart both of them um and i'm I'm sure this goes for everyone i think in our industry right if we didn't have those people behind us though that have cheered us along the way and been there for the ups and the downs um i'd I'd never be here without my parents there's there's no doubt about it and um i'm just so fortunate that they kind of believed i could do whatever i said i wanted to do that's the one thing because i i do think um no matter who goes into this industry like um depending on who you've had behind you tell you yeah go for it or you know what are the challenges you're going to face and are there to 
to help, you know, guide you along the way, even though they have no idea what they're doing, but just to continue to encourage you through, um, as, as we all know, some really um, <laughs> grinding uh, phases of the journey. And so I'm, yeah, again, my dad, it didn't matter what I said I wanted to do. He just was always like, okay, well, what, what can I do to help? That was always my parents' attitude. What, what can we do to help? And so, again, I just don't know where I'd be without him. Well, and I always say to anybody who's listening to this podcast, especially when we have media folks on that, like I, I joked that it seems recently when you meet a college grad or somebody who's in college who wants to do this, they're like, all right, I'm ready to start in Atlanta and I'm ready to start a top 10 market. And I mean, I want to do, you know, Braves pregame. And they uh-huh. don't realize that the internships and what you said, the traveling from city to city and the small markets like that still is. I don't know if it's the best route, but that's still a very logical way to try to work your way through this, correct? Yeah, without a doubt, hands down. Um, and so, as you've said, we've rewinded quite a few years. I won't mention how many, but quite a few to go back to WLFI. But from there, I went from West Lafayette, Indiana to Oklahoma City and spent four years in a state that I met, I didn't know anything about when I when I heard and. and my parents found out I was moving to Oklahoma. They're like, where? What? Uh, we don't have any family there. I don't know who you'll turn to when anything happens. Don't they have a lot of tornadoes out there? I mean, it was – but that's, that was the next step. And then it was San Diego, and then it was Chicago, and then it was Atlanta. And so I've lived all over, and all of those different markets and teams and just stages, right, have – taught me so much and the experience that I have now I there's never a day you're going to have experienced everything but there becomes a day where you believe no matter what's thrown at you you could handle it and um, I don't know that you can get there without all those stages I mean certainly you can dream and aspire to jump right into a top 10 market but the chances of being prepared for that market without having gone through the other stages uh, I just don't I don't know that you you will have that same preparation and um, uh, experience to fall back on so yeah I'm, I'm with you I think it's still a really great idea because also do you really want everyone in the top 10 market watching you to watch you make those first time mistakes oh, God, it's no. gonna happen yeah. I assure you it's gonna happen and I was really glad that I was making those in a market where uh, outside of my mother who was staying up to watch me. I don't know that anyone else saw him. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screen, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have 
a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Well, the the cringeworthy, like if I go back and listen to tapes, right, and actual tapes, which is funny, or like to see my first TV stuff, and it's just you 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 don't want to lo- you don't want to watch. You look away because you just realize oh, how bad it was. Yeah. And, and then you combine it with the fact that I made seven thousand dollars my mm-hmm. first paying radio gig. So yep. what did West Lafayette, Indiana, pay Kelly Kroll? I think I was somewhere around. 17 and 21 Big something money. like that yeah. Uh-huh. oh yeah yep i'm pretty sure the 600 dollars a month apartment my parents were absolutely still helping me with and i was looking for every sale at kohl's to buy like suits right <laughs> like it was legit um piecing things together at that stage and yeah. and ooh, that you grow from that too i know people i might listen to this and be like oh, oh that's not for me it, it's not for anybody but it teaches you teaches you how to budget the money and for me out, outside of college i really you know the scholarship hope and my parents were chipping in on if i wanted you know a few things on the weekends like oh we'll go to dinner here or there i'd never had to manage money i'd never had a credit card really up to that point so little did i realize the whole um minimum payment due is not the way to go about it. Yeah, right? <laughs> that one out quick. <laughs> well, here's the other fun thing, though, and I've said this, like, looking back, because we never know what it's going to, like, what the future will hold. Like, knowing what I know now, I don't know that I would have gone through it again, and I'm curious on your end, but there is some fun about, like, that climb up of that next opportunity, and you just want to get your foot mm-hmm. in the door so much. So there is that, like, balance of, Gosh, man, it, you got to get lucky to get to these spots, but also it was fun being 21, 22 and fighting your way up. It is. You're, you're so right. And the, it, another thing that I would argue to or like trying to explain to students who are the same deal trying to get into this is I know it, it doesn't sound like a lot of fun, like not getting paid a lot and working these crazy hours and weekends and holidays and, and all of that stuff. But at the smaller markets, you're doing that most of the time with people that are also your age doing the exact same things and you end up bonding in a really special way with these people that you start out with in first level markets and even sometimes your second level markets um and i know for me uh, i felt that way about west lafayette i felt that way about oklahoma um the stories that come out of oklahoma and and you're right about timing like here i go over to oklahoma and at the time 
almost <clears throat> people probably remember the football team where Sam Bradford led them to the national championship and were playing Tim Tebow. And that just happened to be the first year I was there and, and covering that OU football team that went so far and then turn around the next year and the Oklahoma City comes on, well, moves there. I take over a gig with, with the Thunder. And, hey, two years later, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden are taking a team to the NBA Finals before a big three were really a big thing. <laughs> so the timing of that and being able to be in front of those kinds of events and then you end up having those types of things for your resume and working up your right. I got lucky. I, I got I was in the right place at the right time without knowing that Oklahoma was going to help me make that break. Um, and, you, and you don't ever really know when that break might come, um, when it makes the most sense for you with whatever, you know, personally is, is working or not working as far as your life goes at that point. What you're ready to do is uprooting yourself from one place that's comfortable with your family across the country to somewhere else um but all of that is is part of the journey that also makes it so special when you do feel like you've made it to a point that you're really proud of and the success is there to um to support yourself and put a roof over your head and food on the table right that's always a nice place to be right when you know the next <laughs> meal's coming uh i want to ask you about the personalities you've covered in a second because you, you had three big names to cover there in a minute in oklahoma city but yeah when you're going through this, like, did you know what the end goal or what you wanted? Was it 11 o'clock news anchoring sports? Did you want to pre-post, side? Like, what what was the end of the rainbow for you? Sure. Well, I it, it's interesting. I was fortunate enough in college to do an internship with ESPN. And I think at that point in time, like, ESPN was the end-all be-all for a lot of people who wanted to get into this industry. And I'm grateful that I went out to – um, Bristol, Connecticut, and kind of lived that lifestyle for about three months because I learned very quickly that if that was going to be the end of the all, I really probably wanted to be doing something remote because I, Bristol was a little bit challenging, and I thought to myself, this would be tough to do uh, year in and year out. And so I think my focus changed a little bit towards the end of college where I really wanted to get back to Chicago because that was the big market close to home uh, where I grew up. So I grew up north of Indianapolis. That's where my family was. So by being in Chicago, I would have been three hours um, for my family. And once you've bounced around so much, like college was at Mizzou, West Lafayette, Oklahoma, San Diego. I just I wanted to get back closer to home. My parents were getting a little older at the time, and I I was like, yeah, that's that's that was the end all goal until I did winters in Chicago and <laughs> learned very quickly that winters in Chicago are nothing like winters three hours south where I grew up and thought I could handle them. And I got to a point where I was like, nope, now the end goal is going to be getting somewhere that has just as great of like a sports market and a fan base and, and just teams that are equally fun and exciting to be around. And it's warm every day for me. And this was the first time I did. So it, the, the, the end all kind of the goal changed along the way a little bit for me. And I, I don't think I'm the only one that, that sort of feels that way as they go through it. But you just learn a little bit more about yourself, I think, too, and, and what's really going to make you happy. And while the, the gig I love, no matter what city it's in, because of its sports and teams and, and players that are terrific to follow and all of that, that's that's what makes it so much fun. But then you got to also like the lifestyle that comes with it on your very few days off. Yeah, well, let me back up, though. So you did the internship with ESPN, and you said it just wasn't for you, that lifestyle in Bristol. What does that mean? 
Yeah, well, Bristol's really remote, um, and there's not a lot going on out there. And so I, it was just one of the things where I thought, okay, coming into a studio every day, and whether it be hosting a show or um, th- that didn't seem like being in the studio, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. Being in the studio and hosting an everyday show wasn't what I felt like I wanted at that point. I wanted to be more involved as far as like on the field, on the court, around the action. And that could have just been the internship I was getting at the time because I could have chose to do like the sideline route or, you know, reporter on remote for them. And it it would have probably equally made me just as happy. Um, But that was kind of what what I felt like was I was like, okay, I think I might want to be in a city where there's a little more going on. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> well, and, and, I, and I love that answer because it, it's interesting. Either when we have interns, female interns, or just young women in the industry, I would always be interested to say, what is your end goal? And Kelly, I'm not exaggerating. 99% said, I want to do sidelines. And I said, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But it was rare to me that you ever heard somebody say, I want to be the anchor of the show on ESPN, or I want to be the... You know, mm-hmm. you know, the studio host or what a play by play or whatever it was. And I got to work with Maria Taylor when we were working at Comcast together about sure. a decade ago. And she yeah. was doing in studio shows with us and, and fast forward a decade later and we know her story. But I always mm-hmm. made me wonder and I'm curious what you would say when you're talking to the, the 18, 19, 20 year old female who's trying to get into this business to say there are other avenues as much as the sideline gig would be great. There are other things out there. Yeah, no question. And I think the way I always try to say it is, well, that may be, you know, what you aspire to do and that may be what you end up loving. Don't ever close any other door along the way because you might be shocked at what opportunity comes along um, that you really enjoy. And, And it's interesting. When I came down here to Atlanta, actually, I was brought down here to do the Braves. That's what I was brought down here to do. And very quickly, some other opportunities opened up for me. And now I'm finding it very hard to say oh I just want to do the Braves because I want to do the Braves I want to do the Hawks I want to host I want to report I want to do it all because the changing of tempo for me keeps it interesting like if I just sidelined every day or if I just hosted every day I don't want to say that it would get stale but I, I think I'd be thinking to myself, oh, but I can also do that, or I could also do that, or oh, I miss this. <laughs> and so I love the flexibility of getting to do all of that. Now, that also is not for everybody. Some people want consistency. Some people want the consistency in their schedule. Sometimes money changes when you're doing one or the other, and financially you want to. So I, I always say just – keep a door open because you never never keep all your doors open because you never know what role may actually end up suiting you best even though that's what you right now feel like you want to do and and i'm all for i'm i'm just like you i'm all for supporting that and going for that um, but along the way just keep your eyes open um for, for what other opportunities are being presented to you i would agree yeah there, there's there's a million different lanes you can go down and, yeah. and closing one off mentally is i think at and a young age the worst way to do would, it Right. And you would probably, it's always along the way too. the people you meet, how they got there. The journey to me is one of the most fascinating things because there's also no, Hey, if you um, a plus B, it'll get you here to see, right? Like that, that line doesn't just (laughs) happen. Like go to, I've had, I've had some ask me, well, Hey, do you think if I started in West Lafayette and then made the jump to here, like yourself, that, that I could end up where you are. And I'm thinking to myself, no, 
I don't know that because we really don't know. And I have met so many people who, you know, started out in radio and then transitioned to TV or they started out writing for the newspaper and then transitioned to radio or however their journey goes. And that's where I keep thinking there is no right way to set yourself up to land exactly in this position that you're aspiring to be in. Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta start towards that goal and, and sort of see where, the path takes you well no I, I think it's perfectly said and like we said earlier there is some luck right place right time Absolutely. right relationship that opens mm-hmm. one of those doors um i wanted to ask you about covering guys and and whether it's doing locker room interview doing post-game interview um what we see on tv a lot of times is red light goes on and that player is affable and right there you know willing to help you but it's not always the way it is off air especially for a female in this industry. So what was that? Let's start with Oklahoma City, for instance. You covered Durant. You covered Harden. You covered Westbrook. What were those relationships like, and what did you notice from your end? Yeah, well, it's it's just amazing to look back. I, I mean, I do feel old when I talk about it because that was almost 10 years ago now. Um, and so where I've come and the ability to foster those relationships now are very different than when I first started. I mean, that was my very first basically sideline regional cable network kind of gig. And those were the three I was covering. What I feel fortunate about is that they were all babies too. We were babies together, essentially me and the TV industry, them and the NBA. And so they were very uh, accommodating to say the least at that point in time. They weren't superstars yet. I mean, they are now and, and they were certainly quickly rising and, and I felt so, so blessed to be watching them night in and night out. My goodness. I mean, Kevin was, was incredible. I think James Harden has evolved into who he is. He wasn't that guy. I mean, he was a sixth man there in Oklahoma. So he certainly um, changed his whole game in a sense, but Russell Westbrook night in and night out has always been, um, <laughs> the guy that we see and his personality is also the guy that we still see. And I think at times he can be a little misunderstood, but he's feisty. And I think what people sometimes also maybe forget is that when we're catching these guys at the end of a game, especially I think with NBA baseball, maybe a little different. I think guys kind of have a chance to take a deep breath before we um, step up and talk to them, unless maybe it's a walk off. Right. But, but with basketball players, the moment they come off that court, I mean, we know the beast mode that they lock into. And sometimes that mode hasn't been turned off by the time we are stepping up with a mic, trying to ask them to um, form insightful thoughts for us on a game 30 seconds after they've just finished it. And so I think that for me, learning how to get the best out of, them was learning their personalities and throughout the course of the year just stepping up and talking to them day in and day out whether I needed to get an interview or not just to learn who they were and let them know a little bit about me I think sometimes those guys a lot of times when they know who you are as a person when they understand the job that you're trying to do uh, it can help the situation a little bit more because you do have to ask them for so much constantly throughout an 82 game season or 162 game season. And the thing with Oklahoma city that was new to me is we were traveling with the team at the time. So there I was on the team plane. I was staying in the same hotels as the coaches and players and, you know, team managers and and all of those 
those people. And so being in those situations help too, because they see you around all the time. You're able to get to know them. I always tell people one of my favorite Kevin Durant stories that really humanized him for me because he has always been this incredibly huge, talented, tall, lanky athlete, right? And um, I, I remember getting on this this plane in Oklahoma City, granted the weather that they get there a lot, that can make for a pretty tough landing night in and night out on planes. We get a lot of turbulence. And Kevin Durant at the time, I don't know if he's gotten any better, but he was a terrible flyer. Awful. Hated getting on flights. Um, and when we would land, oftentimes, just you could see um, it was painful for him. It, just, it was not a fun, fun process. And one time he had gotten out to use the restroom and was coming back, and we hit one of those those little little bumps and you feel a roller coaster stomach goes up into your chest kind of thing and i'm i'm a pretty decent flyer so like i just no big deal no worries we're, we're landing we're good um <laughs> but kevin kneels down beside me in the aisle grabs my hand and is like okay kelly we need to pray oh, we no. need to pray kelly and like in that moment i just remember thinking that this is this human right i mean this human who struggles with this he may look larger than life when he is out there on that court and he is a beast but He's also just a guy who doesn't like flying. And so I, I kid you not, for whatever reason, I was like, we just bonded. We totally bonded in that moment. We're good. We're good moving forward. So Kev, to this day, still one of my favorites. I, Not that anybody will remember, but because Space Jam 2 just came out, there is this movie that Kevin Durant did that was a couple, well, probably 10 years back now, called Thunderstruck. Oh, yeah. And I got to be in the movie with him. And it's at the very beginning, trust me, you guys don't want to go back and watch. It's only like the first two minutes, and you'll see me interview him at the start of this. And so he walks up to me one day after practice saying, Kels, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're doing this movie. Yeah, I know, Kev. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, well, uh, we also got to kind of stay on a budget. Would you mind being the sideline reporter in the movie? Yeah, Kev, I think I can handle that one. Thanks. Thanks for the offer. And so, we, we, you know, that and that just sometimes just those little moments like that, um, again, just start to grow that that relationship. But it's it's a daunting task, no matter what level really that you're in, especially when you kind of start over getting to know a new team. Like for me coming down here to Atlanta, that has been the biggest challenge because I have yet to be in a clubhouse or a locker room since I got down here. So I'm trying to learn all of these awesome guys that we have on the Hawks and these young, exciting players with Trey and John and then over with the Braves. Now I've been doing two seasons where I've yet to step into a clubhouse and really get to speak to like Freddie Freeman face to face, Austin Riley face to face. So up to this point, it's pretty much been zoom calls and telephone calls and maybe screaming at them from four rows up um, at Truist park while they're on the field in my mask or something, which has luckily just changed. But um yeah, getting to know the players on that kind of level where you can go in every day and get to figure out who they are so you can get the best interviews um, and, and pull out that personality, that's that's the trickiest part. And I don't think it ever changes whatever level you're at, that, that you work for that. And it's it's a challenge. Well, I wanted to ask you about Chicago in a, in a second, but you just brought up an interesting point that during the pandemic, it changed everything about how media mm-hmm. was covering sports, access, and Kelly, there's are a lot of us in the business who think that access might never come back the way it once did yeah. because players and coaches and managers, I mean, they don't mind getting done with their media access with a quick Zoom call or only a couple of guys post game having to do anything. What is your take mm-hmm. on it? Do you think we get back to pre-pandemic like media access? 
That's a really great question, and I'm equally as concerned. I, I'm not sure what it looks like. I'm not sure what the, the future holds. I really hope so because this is this is tough, and there is just – I go into every baseball game right now, and I sit down and talk to my producer, Gretchen Caney, and I just think the content I'd be able to get you on a normal basis, what I could step into a locker room and talk to five, six guys before a game versus – more than not, we're not getting players before games. It's like we'll get a guy after the game, usually the, the, that night's starter, and then, you know, Brian Snicker. And so the ability to do reports when you're not getting to talk to those guys is is tough. And so I know for, for what we all do, if they can't figure out a way to get us more access, um, not, I, I'm not, I don't know if it could – possibly look like what we're seeing right now during BP where it's like you basically have to grab a guy when he's done taking batting practice or for instance maybe with NBA it's shoot around and you're grabbing a guy right after shoot around or two guys or three guys and you're trying to get your content there like maybe that's what it looks like versus hey we're opening up the locker room for an hour Um, because I'm with you it's going to be really hard for them to say well hey for two years now you guys have done your jobs and you've done it pretty well you've managed You've managed with the parameters we've given you. So we don't need to go back to giving you an hour and a half in the clubhouse before a game, or we don't need to go back to giving you these 30 minutes before the game and after the game in NBA or whatever it may be. Um, you, you can do that in a shorter amount of, of time because, hey, you, you didn't have any of it, and you, you made it work for two years. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm as concerned as anyone else as to what this looks like moving forward. But, boy, I'm praying that, that it goes back to what it used to be in some capacity. Excuse me. I'm sorry. So yeah, even if that's a little scaled back, I understand. Um, But I really hope it's not gone as we know it was. Follow the podcast Spark on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at The Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and The Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta, and they're also my insurance company. Uh, it was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that I finally realized, why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize, as the consumer, we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates, and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now, you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates. Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal. You can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You want to visit them online. i got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. roads-group.com slash churnoff. You can also see the link up at Real Matlana on Twitter. They're my insurance company. They're going to do this at no cost to you, and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Rhodes Group is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Rhodes Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you. Go to roads-group.com 
slash turnoff. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. So you mentioned your time in Chicago. I wanted to circle back there for a second. Uh, you're mm-hmm. at, in Chicago at a time, right, when they're you know putting together a championship team and it's Joe Madden and our old friend Jason Hayward and a bunch of good players. That's a great gig, right? And I'm not getting into your wallet, so I don't know you know what made you leave Chicago to come to Atlanta, but like great city. You're close to your hometown. What was the Atlanta pull from that great job covering the Cubs in that great city? Yeah, it was. It, it was it was fantastic. And actually, when I first arrived there, it was during the three and six years that the Blackhawks won those championships as well. And um, I can remember getting to the city and being like, woof, I'm going to have to really brush up on my hockey because <laughs> that's not been one I've had to cover a whole lot of. And <clears throat> it's funny because, again, when I got to Chicago, the deal was uh, they brought me in there to do Blackhawks. Um, they needed a uh, rink reporter for that and 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 the Cubs wasn't really at the time on the radar I mean I of course wanted it but that's not the opening they had and so kind of took took the Blackhawks gig and then <clears throat> I kid you not this is what happens and I think you'll love this story um, having just been in San Diego for one year doing the Padres of all things that was where I kind of got my feet wet with baseball because up to that point I'd done nothing but the NBA and covering the NBA and covering MLB the night and day right like little did I know it seemed very obvious that you want to go up and talk to the starter on the day he starts well <laughs> that's not how it works everybody just so you know the day a guy starts is not the day you get to talk to him you yeah. have to talk to him the day before or two days before and really I don't know that you know just your normal fan knows that like is that something I had to learn when I when I stepped into a clubhouse so San Diego's where I kind of got my feet wet with baseball and, and learning more about how you how you would work a clubhouse and get the best uh, content in that regard in comparison to the NBA and on that staff Bud Black was managing the team. Rick Renteria was the first base coach. And Dave Roberts, now managing the Dodgers, was the bench coach. So we had a terrific coaching staff. And Bud Black is one of the best in the game. I mean, he is just a riot. He's so much fun to work with. But anyway, I go off to Chicago then the next year. And lo and behold, they hire Rick Renteria as the manager when I'm there about a month after being there and I was 
in the studios, the way the way this worked, or at least the way at the time Comcast Sports Network was was built, was we were doing these 6 p.m. 30 minute shows, as well as like 10 p.m. and a midnight live show, all kind of Sports Center esque, if if you will, where 30 minutes and you cover all five teams um, in the city with highlights and and that sort of thing. And at the time, I was in there, <clears throat> and this news broke. I went straight into the news director at the time and said, "Hey, I I know Rick Rentria. I have his number. I can call him." I'll get the phoner or we'll get them, you know, on camera as quick as we can. And that's what I did. And the second I was able to kind of pull that off and they were aware that I knew the next Cubs manager at the time, that was my beat from there out. So again, being in the right place at the right time just came together. And so I covered the Cubs starting that next year with Rick Rentria's first year. Um, and, and you started to see them getting a little better, but it was still a ways out. They next year, Joe Madden becomes available. They bring in John Lester. And then that was the turn really for them that started them on this crazy run. And by 2016, that was the most unbelievable year of any sport I've ever covered just because of the magnitude of what that meant to the city and 108 years. And I I remember spring training them being able to re-sign Dexter Fowler and the way he walked into camp four days after everyone reported and just the the look on his face and everybody and the, the puffed out chest. And I was like, this group's going to be special. You just, you, you feel it. Even that early, you know, you can feel it. Um, and then what they were able to do and accomplish that year um, was, was really incredible. Game seven in Cleveland. I don't know that, that I've ever been through um, the drama of a game like that and a rain delay where I'm standing on the top of the steps, getting ready to run out onto the field and do these interviews. And then, <laughs> then we have to wait a little longer and i just was like this is unbelievable i'm unbelievable and the the the, uh oldest chapman home run and being back behind the stage where we were as reporters all of us right um you see sometimes these things and i mean i saw a world of chapman i saw him kind of sort of sink down into this corner and watch david ross go over and be like "Uh uh-uh we're going to need you. Like, you got to get up. You got to get into this room. Jason Hayward's delivering the speech, the the rah-rah speech that essentially turned things around. That's, you know, the rain delay speech that everybody talks about, led by Jason, who was just, by the way, absolutely fantastic to deal with day in and day out. And oh, yeah. totally yep. in that clubhouse, he is just nothing but class and um yeah, just a privilege, honestly, to to be around him and cover him day in and day out. But that was that was an unbelievable run. And then I don't even think I understood what it meant exactly until that parade. And I happened to be on the bus that was with Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Jason Hayward, and Dexter Fowler. Those are the four players that I was on the bus with um, doing live reports as we rolled down, you know, the Mag Mile and uh, through Wrigley. And it was just to see the waves and waves of people, Matt. I'm telling you, like, you couldn't see where, like, the heads began and where they ended. It looked like they went right into the, the lake. I mean, that's that's how far and wide people were lined up for this. That I, no, just, that, I mean, that, that's a generational event yeah. of families who are waiting their whole lives to witness it no that must have been i can't that that like there's goosebumps when you hear about it it is 
yeah, and and I still telling it, it that's how that's how I felt, and and just to be a part of that fabric, I guess. Like, I mean, you know, I, you know how it is. We're not, we're certainly not part of these teams, but when you cover them night in and night out, and you're part of the broadcast that goes home to people every night, they they see you as as part of that moment they they feel like you're you sh- shared that moment with them and to me that's something that i'll always cherish because yes. i got to be part of that that just miraculous moment for so many um and, and share it with them and that's yeah. pretty special the community that it creates is just it's yeah. unforgettable so l- let me wrap with this because i probably kept you way too long um mm-hmm. when you got to atlanta and i don't know you know the job becomes available like there was a love for Kelsey Wingard. I mean, everybody loved her, the job she did. So here you come in, and I bet you felt this way when you were in Oklahoma City or San Diego or Chicago. It's like, I got to prove myself all over again. How is that when you're coming into the new place knowing well, everybody sort of dug the, the last report on the job she did? How did you handle that? Yeah. It was absolutely uh, a big challenge, and I knew Kelsey um, from having seen her when the Braves would come into town with the Cubs, and so um, that was also a challenge. Those are those those times where in this industry you you never really know how to handle that moment until it's in front of you. And I know that in you know speaking to colleagues and stuff, I mean, Kelsey's going to be fantastic, and whatever she moves on to do from here. And the biggest challenge for me though was starting this job and not having the access to the players because in order to exactly what you said, there's no doubt about it. it's almost like that. Um, where you hear players say, yeah, when the new guy comes in, you know, he presses because he wants to show everybody, like, how good he is or how he can um, contribute to the team's success. That's exactly what I felt when I came in because here I had been in Chicago and I'd covered championship teams and I knew I had that experience and I can't wait to get down here and basically what I hope is to do the same thing for the Braves, the same thing for the Hawks and be part of those moments that are so meaningful to the Atlanta community. And I want to be part of that. And I felt like I wanted to prove right away, like, hey, here's what I've done. Here's what I'll bring to the table. I'm really good at this. You're going to enjoy what I have to bring. And then the world is cut off from, like, day one that I start the job. I'm down in Florida, and I hadn't even gotten to walk in the clubhouse but once to meet a couple guys in spring training. And the very next day is when the clubhouse is closed. And so the ability for me still to feel like I can bring home these uh, fun and exciting post-game interviews with guys from a personality standpoint and getting to know them and, and try to execute that has been beyond tough. So that, that for me, probably has been the biggest challenge in getting down here is, is trying to do a job that I really feel like I'm really good at, but not being able to have the materials in front of you and the access that you need to do it well, right? It's, <laughs> I, told, I was telling someone the other day, I go, it's kind of like maybe asking a surgeon to go do surgery, but to try and do it with his hands because all of his tools, they, he can't use them. Well, or, go, to, or to yeah. do it from another room. Right. <laughs> So that that's been tough, but but I I have to say this: the team that I have to work with down here um, with Bally Sports um, is just they're fantastic, they're incredible. Um, they put so much and they care so much about their work, and to work with people you enjoy going in every day and doing the job with is, as you know, Matt. I mean, it's it's it just makes such a difference when when you get to go and be with people who all contribute together to make the product 
end up being at its best. And that's what I've really enjoyed. I mean, whether it's been getting to meet, you know, Hall of Famer Tom Glavin or Hall of Famer Dominique Wilkins, one or the other, or, I mean, Frenchie's fantastic. And he knows all these guys so well that he's been very instrumental in helping me kind of get to know them the best I can from afar. And I, I mean, Kip, I knew very well before I even got down here because of the Chicago connection. And they don't get any better than Bob Rathman. And, and uh, Renee Montgomery's been just, uh, oh, she's been, her energy and getting to sit on the set with her has, has it, it, it feeds through me, I feel like. I feed no, she, off she, of She's she got star written all over her. Yeah. Yes. I mean, she is just great. And so I have, and I, I don't want to leave anyone out, but, you know, BJ, Peter, Nick, um, all of them, they're, they're, they're so great. So it's a really awesome group down here. And if it weren't for some of them, I think that transition would have been even harder. So I'm very grateful for them. And I'm still really looking forward to getting boots on the ground the, the way we're hopefully used to and doing this the way that, that we want to do. So I'm, and, and thank you for having me on here. Seriously. I, I really appreciate it because um, this has been fun. Even we haven't gotten to meet. Face no, no. Well, well, I mean, like, like, I, where, I, where do you go anymore? You don't meet anybody anymore. It's, I know. <laughs> I'm actually walking around. I took like two days off. I took a steer. Well, I'm not really sure. A couple days off as I have friends come in for 4th of July weekend and I'm showing them around the battery. Right. And I run into Chris Domino, but it was one of those, things from like afar i'm like yeah i think that's who that is i feel like it he kind of does the same thing with me right i'm not really like in dress clothes right like i am when i'm on camera i'm just i'm in jean shorts and a tee and i think he kind of did the double take too and he was like kelly right and i was like chris right and he's like yeah second he opened his mouth and i heard his voice i was like yeah that's chris you know i got it now i know now i know for sure but it's the funniest thing right used to be around the batting cage or yeah during shoot around now that's stuff yeah, it's got to be at the battery, just walking around. Well, listen, I, I mean this because I think you do a really good job both in studio, the sideline stuff. Uh, I love your story. I think the journey's great. I think young people listening will get a, a lot out of that, and uh, we will meet at some point here. And, and next time around, let's talk about stuff on the field now that we've got the, uh, the, the meetings out of the way and, and on the court. So thank you for the time. It's been great. Absolutely, Matt. Appreciate you having me around. Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast, and thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madland. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, and parties don't stop till 8 in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming, uh-huh. and parties don't stop yeah. till the winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This 
could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands, an easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 